0: This podcast has been brought to you by the Water from Closet Sink.
1: May the bounty of the closets be plentiful.
0: <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome into what I believe is the fifth episode of the revived, rebooted, and revitalized Stadium Experience with Jake Elmsley. Now, I apologize for being gone the last couple of weeks. My never ending battle with the arch enemy of this program. Cox Communications has finally, I'll say ended, but but I'll be more realistic and say we've at least reached some form of a ceasefire. So I have internet, I can record things again, I can bring in my very good friend, and your very good friend as well, Jordan Moment, so say hello to the people, Jordan.
1: Hello the people.
0: And we've missed, we've missed quite a bit, but the Patriots are four and four.
1: It's been one or two things that've happened.
0: The Patriots are four and four. The World Series is over. Aaron Rodgers is a fraud. A lot we need to cover. And we are going to start with the fact that the Patriots, for the first time all season, have beaten not only an, an official National Football League team, but an official National Football League team that you can say is at least not terrible. Of course, defeating the San Diego Chargers, 27-24 on Sunday, in a game that I know Jordan watched every single minute of.
1: I did, in fact.
0: So We can't confirm. So you're getting expert analysis here today. And, yeah, I mean, with that, the Patriots beat a team that was not the Jets and was not the Houston Texans. And... I would say that that's a good thing. (laughs) Before we get into anything else, they beat a team that was actually not terrible. Now, you can start to kind of argue about how good the Chargers really are with some of the losses they've been taking. But the Chargers have been a good team this season. Would you say that, Jordan? Is it fair to call the Chargers a good team?
1: Uh Yes, they are definitely a good team.
0: Besides the fact that they got absolutely waxed by the Ravens the week before. Mm-hmm. But they just came in. And I don't think the Patriots played even close to their best game of the season. On a lot of fronts. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, they obviously they had some penalties on special teams. Had, the defense wasn't its best. I don't think Mac Jones had his best game. Of the, I mean, Mac Jones definitely did not have one of his better games. Now, mind you, I think the stats for Mac Jones look a lot worse than, you know, the game Mac Jones actually had because Mac, cause Mac Jones was in this game. It was kind of crazy to read this afterwards. Mac Jones was 18 for 35 for 217 yards, which, Jordan, I got to tell you, like, did it feel like Mac Jones was having better than a 50% completion percentage in 200 yards kind of game? Um, a little bit. Like, you read no, that stat, that much, but, that's what he had. I, I, I
1: would have said, like, you know, 68, 69, something like that.
0: That's what I'm saying. Like, you read that, and you're like, oh, my God. Like, what? The, like, did they get blown out? Like, how, like, what were they doing? But no, like, Mac Jones was fine. Wasn't his best game, but it was fine. And there were mistakes made in a lot of sparser teams. And almost, to me, Jordan, to a certain extent, like, I think it's kind of good to see the Patriots win. Like, I think it's almost, it reflects well on the Patriots they were able to win a game against at least a bare minimum, a decent opponent not playing their best game. Because that, you know, that is what good teams do. Good, good teams win games where they don't play their greatest all 60 minutes because they end up, like, they end up making the plays in the important spots and the other team doesn't. And that's like hackneyed feel-good football crap, but I do buy into it to a certain extent. So, I will say that like, I, I don't know, like, I feel like it's a good game. Like, it's a good win for them, and in a way, it kind of starts, like, in a way, like, if they keep because ha- this is what I say, we can't do moral victory season when they're losing. We've talked about this before. After the Bucks game, we would have talked about it after the Cowboys game if Cox Communications did not come down from high and decide, and decide to ruin this program. By the way, Jordan, uh, this episode of the Stadium Experience is brought to you by Cox Communication. Okay, okay. I, I wanna mention they are they are sending me a check but a reimbursement for not having internet for a week, but it's fine. It's fine, Jordan, it's fine. We love them mm-hmm. here. They they came they yeah, whatever. This bit's over with. Anyway, we would have talked about it after the Cowboys game. And then last week I even would have told you that I don't take much away from them almost 50-piecing the Jets, unless, unless, Jordan, this would have been what I would have said last week, after they beat the Jets, that it's great that they blew out the Jets. I put some stock in the fact that they blew out the Jets last week when a month ago they beat the Jets soundly, but like, you know, like it felt like they left a lot of points on the field in that game. I thought that they, at the very least, showed, like, some degree of progress in that game. But again, it's beating the Jets, and it doesn't matter if you beat the Jets by 40, unless you then turn around and keep winning. Then I'm willing to do it. Then I am willing to say, like, okay, like, they got some momentum going. They were coming off of a close loss to a really good team in the Cowboys. Like, are you, are you following what I'm saying? Like, if you're 1-3, you don't in get moral victories. You don't get, oh, you played the Buccaneers close, though. You don't get that. But if you start winning and you start going on some kind of a run, then you can start to do that. And for all that I, you know, for what I can say about the Patriots is, is that they've, they're have a team that's on an upward trajectory right now, I'd say. They were 1-3 and three in September. And now... The month of October has wrapped up. We're at the halfway point in the NFL season because I refuse to acknowledge the 17th game. We're an anti-17th game program here. Is that not true, Jordan?
1: Unless it matters.
0: I just, I'm... Well, listen, listen. (laughs) If we don't acknowledge it exists, it can't matter for anything. The playoffs are as they are at the end of the 16th game. That's what I believe. But, because it's easier. But...
1: Unless it's not...
0: It's fine. I don't acknowledge it. I don't like it. It's not, it, makes, it makes narratives harder, Jordan. It's harder to do narratives at the halfway point in the season when there's no clear halfway point in the season. I don't like it. I don't like it, Jordan. We're at, we're at the halfway point in the season. That's how I'm going to discuss it. And then next week we can also pretend it's the halfway point in the season. It'll be fine. But anyway, they have been a team that's on an upward trajectory. They are 3-1 and one in the month of month of October and like I said if you're three and one and the one loss was a one possession loss in overtime against one of the best teams in the NFL I am more willing to look at that positively is that fair Jordan
1: yeah I guess
0: like now I can look at even though they played the Buccaneers in October but just pretend that didn't happen you know I'm willing to I'm more willing to go okay you know what like three wins the one loss was against a really good team and you had to go to overtime to lose okay now I can start giving that a little bit more validity. So other than that, and I don't really want to get too into the minutiae of the Chargers game, because it's been like four days since it. But now we look ahead at the month of November. And I think that the schedule for the Patriots is very interesting. Because I feel like of the four teams they're pl- like of the four next teams they're playing, that mm-hmm. three, even you could argue the fourth. That the teams are playing are all teams that are in a very similar position to the Patriots right now. You have, like, they're all, like, they're going against teams, I mean, really they're going against teams that almost all have the same or a similar record to them. But beyond that, like, from from a standpoint of, like, trying to determine if they are real teams or not. Because I know you haven't bought it on the Patriots all this season, Jordan, and I don't blame you for that. And I don't even necessarily know if I do yet either as any as any real team, but. This is an interesting lineup of teams because kind of every team they're going up against in the next month is in a similar boat, I think. You have the Panthers, who came out really hot to start the year, and now they have not been so good, and now they're 4-4. Four and four. You have the Browns, who were a very good team last year. They've been having trouble this year. Also 4-4. Four and four. The Falcons, whatever. The Falcons are the fourth team that, ah. But they're 3-4. and four. Did you know the Falcons are 3-4? and four?
1: I did know the Falcons were 3-4.
0: The Falcons are a game away from being 500s. So I mean, God bless them. Like, and the Titans were a team that I would have put, that I, that I at least that I was a team that was in the upper echelon of the AFC, I'd say. I would say the Titans were an upper echelon team, but now they don't have Derrick Henry, They're either not going to have him for the year. Like, if he does come back, it's going to be very late in the season, and I doubt he's going to be the same guy. But, like, the Titans now are kind of a team that has to, you know, try and, even though, again, they have a much better record than any of the teams, a team that's kind of trying to reassert themselves and prove that they still have some sort of identity. So, I mean, like, the
1: next— As of right now, they are first in the AFC South.
0: No, they are. I know they are. Like, they're an upper echelon team. But I'm just saying, like, you know, like, the Titans without Derrick Henry, you know, how much do you really believe in them off-rip?
1: I, I mean, me. I mean, I think, I think, I think you're counting out Ryan Tannehill. And now, people at home may be saying that's for good reason, but
0: you may be. This may
1: be on. the this may be the time it actually pans out.
0: <laughs> Listen, I got AP down there; it'll be fine. But you know what I'm saying? Like, like, do you do you follow my thinking here, Jordan? That like this is like, like the Patriots—they are very much stuck in the middle of the league right now. Like they're they're st- and now is like like. It, like, this month, is we're going to see. Like, we're going to see, like, where they really stack up and where they are. Like, if they, I mean, like, the Patriots are never good. Like, they're not going to be a real contender this season. But, like, if they are at least, you know, firmly atop, like, that second tier of teams, if that makes sense. Be I, mean, I, think it's I, a-
1: mean, I mean, the the question is, is that within the, the, the group of the second tier teams, are they good enough to, to sneak a wild card spot?
0: Oh yeah, well that's the point. Like that's what comes. to I think I think they have a chance. I think that's the bar for this season to be a success or a failure. But like they they've clawed their way back to four and four. They look like un, at least like in fair like unlike the Panthers and unlike the Browns and the Titans who do kind of who are feel like teams that are on the downslope right now. Like the Patriots, like I said, like they have been ascending. They definitely had they've definitely been a lot better in the month of October than they were in September. Which does you know. Follow the trajectory of a lot of Bill Belichick's other teams over the years. There have been a, I mean, like Jordan, there have been a lot of years where the Patriots did not look great in September at all. They lost stupid games, and then they're like, "Well, no, it's fine." Like it, I and I always push back. I would always be like, "No, like you can't come out and say September is just an extension of the preseason because you know you're going to get better." Because that's not a good, that's not a good way to function. But they usually would end up looking better in October, November. Now, mind you, that was with Tom Brady. So I'm not saying they're going to go on that kind of run, but like that has does kind of follow the MO for how this organization has functioned, and now is you know like this, like if they go one and three in the month of November, then oh like they weren't like they're not one of these teams like they like these other teams have proved themselves like do like the Browns I would say are in a bit of turmoil right now Jordan and at four and four the Panthers. Same deal. Like, Sam Darnold might not play. Christian McCaffrey might not play this week. Like, they've looked like... Like, in, like, first three weeks, you're like, oh. You know, you're looking at them like maybe Sam Darnold's the guy and all that. And then McCaffrey goes down. He starts sucking. And yeah, now they're losing to the Giants. <laughs> and... They're losing to the Giants. And they're losing to the Vikings. And just, they're not... Eh, not looking there their... Oh, they did lose to the Eagles. Oh, my God. But anyway. Like, the Panthers looked really good to start the season. Have not looked good. They... They they're in the boat of needing to like. I don't know. I just noticed that about the schedule, and I like it. It's just something that that I like, and I I don't know. The Falcons are the Falcons are there too, you know. The, yeah, fa- yeah, the yeah. nice Thursday night Patriots Falcons game, baby.
1: You know, you know, Drake. I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a dispute your claim here. Okay. I'm I'm gonna say the I'm gonna say the month of October has not been that good for the Patriots. Okay. So let's let's so let's reexamine their their month of October. We got to pretend they, they the Buccaneers lose.
0: game didn't happen. We got to pretend the Buccaneers game didn't happen.
1: Four they, four, they, they, four games they, in they, one
0: month. 16 they, game season.
1: They uh they they lose they lose to the Buccaneers. We're not by we're not we're not points. counting at that.
0: That's in September. Okay. Four games then four games first and, four or last four. We'll
1: okay, in, fair we'll in enough. Texans. We did Con, conceptually Texans they barely beat them. Did barely the Texans, beat the Texans are not a good ball team. Um, they, they, they lose to the Cowboys and, you know, the, 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 score for the game is much closer than the game actually was. Oh, I mean, the Cowboys were Cowboys. I, I would say the Cowboys had like their, their, you know, foot on their neck for the third quarter and then they let it slip. And well, also in fairs, the
0: Mm -hmm. Patriots, the Patriots, we didn't talk after the game, the Patriots had the ball with what, like a minute 30 left in that game. And just had the chance, just like run the ball twice and like run the clock out, and then Mac Jones just ends up throwing some terrible interception because the ball like slips out of I I don't remember who it was had. Go Kendrick Bourne! Kendrick Bourne like catches the ball, like knocks it up, and it's a pick. And then the Cowboys go down and score, and then Kendrick Bourne goes seventy four yards and scores. So I don't know, the Patriots could have won that game. (laughs) If not for nonsense, they could have won that game. So I reject that claim, Jordan. That that was a genuinely close, like that was uh that like that like that was the best game they played all season. Like that was, in fact, a close game that went to overtime. Like I'm not giving you that. Like,
1: but regardless of the fact,
0: like the Patriots led at halftime. Lost. What are you talking about? The Cowboys had it on their neck the whole time.
1: The Patriots it, had to lead at halftime. It, 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 they had their, f- hey yeah.
0: But anyway, go on.
1: Like then they, they beat the they beat the Jets, well, they beat, which it doesn't count.
0: Well, I say the difference is that in that the, game they actually like yeah, like came out bet. and like walloped the Jets. Unlike the first game where like Zach Wilson just threw a bunch of interceptions and they were still somehow kind of in that game by the third quarter and it was kind of inexplicable. Like they at least came out and like you know the you know like walloped the Jets. Which if you win sup like obviously they like start sucking again, then I'm going to go back and say, okay, that Jets game doesn't matter. I'm just inviting the possibility that I might accept it matters if they keep winning at some reasonable clip. Anyway, go on.
1: You know, it, it's it's the Jets and then the Chargers game, which, you know, fair enough. You know, it's the Chargers. They, like, I mean, they... regardless of, of the fact that, you know, regardless of the Patriots performance, you know, the Chargers might have choked in, in, in any in any possible number of universes. <laughs>
0: Like I'm will- like I am also willing to accept that like you know a month from now the Chargers have like continued to decline and then we look back on that and we're like oh like the Chargers just kind of suck. Like I'm willing to accept that that could also be a possibility. Yes.
1: So that the Chargers did the thing they usually do.
0: Like that could re- I mean, Well they usually they're usually well, good in October though. This is usually when the Chargers shine, Jordan. This is the reg. This is like mid regular season. I disagree with that. This is this is when the Chargers have historically, if they shine, this is when Jordan. It's when you get yeah, into like
1: And then going we'll go on a six-one we'll go on like a six-one run and then it's somehow miss the playoffs. All the games that really would count for them to make the yep. playoffs.
0: Yeah, no, Jordan, please. This this is this is prime time for the Chargers. Like. Uh, w- this is when they shine. Like I'm not taking that for you. Like yeah, if they beat the Chargers in like December. I'd be like, "Well, of course the Chargers are choking when it matters." No, Jordan. This this kind of a meaningless game in October against like a like a middle of the road AFC opponent? No, this is when the Chargers come out and like put on a show. So, I, you beat the Chargers at their best is what I'm saying, Jordan. But- I will I will reject that. Like I like at the moment they feel like a team on an upward trajectory. Well, and like okay, but like you say that then Jordan like what 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 do the patriots then have to do in these next 4 games to to like to make to move the needle a bit. Like if they go 500 uh, through the uh, month
1: the- you know, Jake. It doesn't. It doesn't matter what they do. The question is, can they beat the Buffalo Bills? And that answer is. Oh, that doesn't no. matter. Oh, that that's listen. That's the ro- <laughs> The road. The road goes through Buffalo.
0: Listen, they, no, but Jordan. If if you are like me, though, and the bar is be a wild card team, and you know, like this season gets a nice thumbs up, which is which again is what my bar is, and I'll keep putting it out there because I think it's good to put your bar out there so you can then fairly assess it after the fact. After the fact, you can assess and you can, you know, you have an honest springboard to go from. Like, no, like if you mm-hmm. like me in the bar is like make the, then no, the road does the road to a wild card spot doesn't go through Buffalo Jordan. The road to a I mean, wild card spot doesn't go through just, winning the division.
1: cut. I mean, you, you got to remember they they it lose to the Dolphins earlier this they, year.
0: Listen, it happened. It it was that that might matter. It ma- listen again, it matters to like that. Like no, like that. Listen, like that's a bad loss. But again, like if they have. Bettered themselves since then like it you know it is what it is but okay but like then what is it in the i but mean
1: no? so 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 for picturing you know if we're, if we're looking at the overall the greater wild card spot uh, i have no idea who's in the wild card oh we don't need to start actually like playoff essentially... off the
0: oh John, we're not we're not at the point where we're like playoff yeah sheeting. yeah, yeah. We're, we're not doing yeah, that yet. i'm we, just we, saying like general like in general like what do they have to do like in these next four games we've laid out to just i don't know move the needle to some degree with you like just in the apps in the abstract world of like, go, like if they go two and two in this month, you know, are we sitting here? Are we going okay? Like they're a team on the upswing. If they go, is do they have to go three and one again? Like I mean, obviously, I think if they lose three of these games, like we're like okay, like this, this, this they they they're not there yet. But, like I don't know, like for them, like just in this in the general, you know, again, like if we're just like evaluating the rebuild as it as it goes as they rebuild, and that's what this they're doing. They're in the midst of a rebuild. Like I don't know, like if mm-hmm. they win. If they win half these games and Mac Jones looks good most of the time, like, like,
1: if, if if they win half these games and Mac Jones looks good, I will say that's really good for Mac Jones, but the rest of the team around him is, is garbage.
0: Well, if, if
1: they lose, if, if they lose three or four games, uh, we're just going to like not talk about them for the rest of the year because it won't matter what they do. <laughs> Um if they win three games yeah, like, then 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 I'll I'll start coming around. Your or
0: like it's way. or like it's two. If, games. if
1: they can, if they if they can beat the Panthers, the Browns and the Titans, yeah, and I don't it's care like, about the Falcon games. Or if like, it's I'm, like three I'm, games I'm assuming they they're gonna beat
0: Or like they win like, two and like they're the they're third the one Falcons. is close. Like I don't know, like okay, fine, like they, they beat the Panthers and the Titans and then like the Browns game is like really close. Like I think how it looks obviously matters. I don't know, like, then, like, you know... I'm, I'm willing, I'm willing to, like, I'm willing to, like, buy in and, like, a very, like, in a very small way, like, I'm willing to buy into to the degree that, like, they're trending in the, like, they are trending in the right direction right now, like, you can't say they're not trending in a better direction than they were the first month of the season, like, I think that's it, but yeah, I don't know, fine, if you, your bars ooh, three ooh. and one, my bars two and two, fair enough, like, I, I applaud you, frankly, I don't know who I am right now, frankly, I'm losing myself. <laughs> <laughs> trying to be up on but, them. No, you, like know, a...
1: then the, uh, you know, then the then the question, you know, they have, have a they have a tough December.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, good. They gotta play the bills twice. Like
1: you know, for we're if we're talking about, you know, we're talking about a wild card hunt, we got a... Like again, a like we're child, not like we're not like we're not, Jordan. We're not, Jordan, we're, of, not we're not talking about seeding yet.
0: Don't don't do it, don't do it. We're not doing that yet. That's that's way too far out. Don't do it, we're not oh, doing man. it yet. We're not doing that. Stop it.
1: Does the man Says the man looking at twenty twenty four NFL mock drafts. Yeah, I
0: am, but we're not doing. I do that on my own time. All right. <laughs> Listen, okay. we're not. We're not doing. We're not doing playoff machine stuff yet. We're like, we're not doing. What you know? What the beauty is though. You know what to be unlike. You know the beauty of it is though, Jordan, is that the Patriots are still in a mm-hmm. position where they control that all for themselves. Like if they keep winning, because I mean, if they keep winning, it's there you for.
1: Will... I mean, most yeah, but like most of the teams in the AFC are like really what? the same record, or no, that's like what I'm saying. Or like yeah. five and four, and that like, is and know, that is thusly five, the like whole.
0: They're... And that is the whole thesis of this little, 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 little segment that we're doing here is that this is kind of the they're playing a lot of those teams, and this is kind of the opportunity for them to. I mean, like the Panthers on an AFC team, but they're in a similar position. You know, like this is their opportunity to kind of either assert themselves as slightly above that group that kind of gaggle of teams or to you know lose and kind of show that that's where they belong or that you know yeah they're in the lower tier of that group that's my point like that's they've at least put themselves in that position which i think is is something and now we'll see like if they go out and they get spanked by the panthers ah jordan i'm probably gonna be honest i'll come in here next week and i will not be saying oh well you know they can still be two and two in the month of november and that's my bar so i'm gonna reserve judgment Like, yeah, like, if they go go in to to Carolina and Christian McCaffrey plays and he runs all over them and, like, Stephon Gilmore does anything significant, Jordan, yeah, I'm probably not going to come in and say, well, I set my bar. So we're just going to sit and wait for that.
1: Hey, man, if you set the bar, you set the bar. (laughs) I
0: set the bar. But, yeah, I'm I'm saying that, like, the goalposts can be moved if this game looks very bad. But, anyway, I don't know. How do we feel about them? Like, like, (laughs) we'll get a little bit (laughs) – We'll bring it back in. Like, how, how do we feel in general about the Panthers game? Because I feel like the Patriots are at least getting, like, a decent amount of luck. <laughs> like, I will say this. Like, of the three, besides the Falcons game, like, of the three teams, the Patriots had a pretty good news week among these teams. Like, the Panthers, Sam Darnold is still limited. I mean, he's probably going to play. Like, if he's practicing, he's going to play. McCaffrey, if he plays, Matt Rule says he's going to be doing a lot. So McCaffrey's not so back. The Browns are having their own kind of issues, and we'll talk about that in a minute because I do want to talk about that a little bit. They're having their own internal drama at the moment. And uh, the Titans, yeah, the Titans lost the centerpiece of their entire team. So on that note, the Patriots, have, you know, they're having a better news. And then the Falcons, I don't don't know, they're the Falcons. They're going to lose that game to the Falcons. I'm calling that now based on the way I'm talking about the Falcons. But, yeah, they're the Falcons. But uh, no, no good news for them, even though Atlanta's on the come-up, baby.
1: Yes, they are.
0: Atlanta's on the come up, but I don't know. Like, how Maybe do you feel? The about
1: Falcons that? can capture some magic.
0: Like how? Like how? Like I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and be like I've watched a single Panthers game this year with any any degree of closeness. But like,
1: I think I think I watched like a Panthers uh, like the Week Two game.
0: Oh my god! But well you're the expert then. <laughs> oh my god! You're know, my Panthers. I hit, mean, but no. Like they're like, but it's like I'm just saying. Like I in kind of like I. Is kind of part kind of another part of my grander point I've been making. Like, the Patriots are a team that's on the upswing. The Panthers team with the same record, but they're a team on the downswing. They've lost three of their last four games. They have not looked very good in their one win, which was against the Falcons. And I just, you know, I think I think the Patriots have momentum right now. I mean, they do have momentum right now. And it would really be a shame to see them lose that momentum. To a team that has lost all momentum right now. Like that would be deflating in that regard. Yeah. And uh you yeah, know
1: I, I watched the uh the, the I watched the Panthers Saints game. The Panthers were playing good. Uh Sam Darnold seemed to stop seeing Ghost and start ah, well, seeing his wide receivers. Well you think I that's... mean it it it's all it's all the question of whether or not like one can the Patriots defense can they play consistently? Can he stop getting burnt? Can can the linebackers, you know, play zone coverage can they make open field tackles can they can they not give up 15 20 25 yards after contact well i didn't i think
0: overall the defense looked pretty good against like the like the defense definitely had sam like definitely had herbert like kind of out of sorts like i don't think yes but but they but
1: they yes but their run, I mean, run defense were coughing up an I mean, average listen, of like that, seven and a half that, yards a run
0: Isn't that one that one that one justin hurt austin eckler tackle terrible I mean the first Austin Eckler touchdown, terrible. Horrible. Like embarrassing. Like run,
1: defen- like run defense was painfully inconsistent.
0: Terrible. But like overall, like they had like they did have Justin Herbert confused. And he even talked about after the game. He's like, Yeah, I thought they were gonna play a lot of zone. And and then they didn't. And I didn't know what to do. Which is the thing that Justin Herbert said, by the way, which is which is incredible. That he would come out and hey, say man. He's like, hey, I'm...
1: man, man, man was confused, you know, he's, but he's still, he's still relatively new to the NFL.
0: And in fairness, like, like they, like the defense kind of won them the game. Like, yeah, I, I think the defense gets a, it's, gets a it's, nice,
1: it's a little, it's a little chip plays and you can't take those for granted. Yeah, like, I... yes, your defense gets a stop at the end, but right. it, it you know, consistent defenses are the thing that wins football games, I... not defenses that play one quarter or you know two thirds of a, yes. of the game, or you know three fourths of the third quarter, and make a stop when it counts in the fourth. Like they can't, they can't keep playing like that. And I, They've been playing like the that defense for years. A
0: nice B in that game.
1: I give them, I give them a, I give them a C.
0: Okay, fair enough. Okay, there we go, Jordan moment.
1: I, you, you know, you know how I feel about corners. I, 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 I told you my my five my five fundamentals <laughs> for defensive back. And missing open field tackles is one of them.
0: Yes, and they, listen, like they, <laughs> I, like I will say again, like the red zone defense has improved in a lot of states. Like again, like I, the just the Justin the the, the the Austin Eckler touchdown, notwithstanding, terrible, awful, terrible stuff. But like I, I, like, I didn't come away from that game angry at the defense the way I've come away from other games. Like I'm like I'm going kind of off my base feelings so again. It's been about four days since the game. But I didn't come away from that game feeling angry at the defense, so that's something like that. That counts for something. I didn't come away from that game being flawless. Now that la- again, but, but, like that last touchdown. But,
1: but you, but you did, but you did, but you did at the Cowboys game though. And this, yes. these, these are these are yes. things. Yes. You know, defense has been a kind of consistent now, problem. Now with the Patriots for a couple of years
0: now. No, no. The fi- now the final touch, like the final touch in like the final touchdown from the Chiefs. Which really, overall, didn't matter all that much because they were down by ten at the time, and they had like less than two minutes left. <laughs> still awful wide open pass to Josh to Josh Palmer that I'm now remembering now that I'm looking at the box score. But still, like you know, you know, you know, hey, it didn't it didn't matter. So, you know, hey. But anyway,
1: anyway, can't, can't take the Panthers for granted. No, you can't okay, this, take Sam Darnold. Honestly, like Sam Sam
0: Darnold will light you up if you don't <laughs> if you don't respect him but exactly
1: you but, know i you know, just jordan I just can't detective take sam darnold
0: you know jordan i just can't you know it's a pro it's my fault i can't take sam darnold that seriously like it's
1: yeah i can't i can't blame you but <laughs>
0: like like i if they if they lose to sam darnold like i'll be upset but
1: go Ghostbuster sam darnold
0: like listen all right <laughs> the great clairvoyant sam darnold like yeah, but I don't... if he
1: doesn't play and then McCaffrey doesn't play, then they probably win. But... I
0: would hope, I God, God willing, but yeah, like, yeah, Christian McCaffrey is the exact right. kind of player that would absolutely tear the Patriots apart too. But
1: you know. I don't know, like they. No, I, I think I think I need to see the Patriots beat a, a competent team convincingly, not not by like three points not by two points you nah, know you see but you see seven, jordan, 10, you see, jordan 13, i'll be fa- 14 but you
0: see if i'm being consistent though if i'm not willing to count like the three point losses to good teams as victories i i gotta accept the close wins against teams of similar caliber you know like if i'm being fair if i'm not gonna count the moral yes. victories i gotta count the victory you know like i and i do like i do genuinely i'm like yeah like it's a close game but like they get credit for doing for doing you know, the right things when the other team did it. Cause if I'm going to give them crap for not doing it in those same situations, it's like, I gotta be consistent. Like I can't, I can't not count losses as wins and then not count wins as wins. If I'm being fair. That's,
1: that's, that's fair. But And that's I'm, why, I'm and that's standards. also why
0: I always, I always like, sorry to cut you off, but that's why I also genuinely generally refute it when people try and like claim like, Oh, like, you know, like, yeah, like this team's record might be X, Y, and Z, but like here's two games that they lost, but it was super close. So, like, if you count those as wins, like, actually, they're like X, Y, Z, and that's pretty good. Cause I do, I, you know, like, I do, I always, I believe this across all sports. Like, your record tends to pretty accurately reflect who you are. Cause for every game that you claim you could have won, because it was, you lost by a close margin, like, there's a game that you could have, you know. There's a very similar game that we're going to that alternate universe that you lost by the same margin, and I just you know your record reflects who you are, and I tend to believe that across sports. And right now the Patriots are stuck in the middle, but I think, yeah, that's it. That's kind of I, I
1: will. I will like them. I will like them play to play a consistent, good sixty minutes of football.
0: Yeah, and they and I a think.
1: few times.
0: Yeah, and now they have the chance. To get, like now they're going against other. Kind of good, maybe bad, maybe good teams. We don't know. And the Patriots are a maybe good, maybe bad team. We don't know yet. The Panthers, maybe good, maybe bad. We don't know. The Browns, maybe good. I, I have
1: I have seen the Panthers. I've seen the Panthers play a consistent 60 minutes of football against the Saints. Oh, I've really, seen the Browns play consistent 60 minutes of football. Well, I think I've the playoffs, seen the Titans I mean, play the consistent have 60 minutes of football. Consistent good games. I don't just, think they have.
0: They just come against the Jets. I, 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 I They've come the Yeah, champ.
1: which doesn't count. <laughs>
0: I do well, they were consistently said, good for 60 you just six... said
1: before you just said you just
0: Well, they were consistently like, good you just for 50 said minutes.
1: Before we started then. In... Jordan? Oh, hold on. Yeah. I mean, be...
0: they played I a mean, cons... you
1: you were just saying that they, they can play they... a consistent They played a... it.
0: Well, no, they could play they played a consistent 60 minutes against the Cowboys. They just lost in like the 64th minute. That was their problem.
1: And I was saying that's that's the beauty of overtime is just
0: yeah, but yeah, I mean, fair enough, makes like things
1: mute, mute point sometimes.
0: Like, you're going to my point, like, they're at the point now where it's like, all right, like, 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 like the, ver- like, the jury's still out, but it, like, we don't, we don't, which I think is a positive as far as I'm concerned for this team that like we're still at a point where like that, like, we could still, they like, could still maybe like this could still be like a good positive season. So, I'll see, like, maybe, maybe by next week, like, the. Br- like Odell drama has destroyed yet another franchise. We could be seeing that because we were. Oh, ta- that would
1: be pretty funny, actually.
0: Like that's what I'm saying, though. Like the Patriots, like at least like they're in a good position with these. Like they're having like a better week than all these other teams they are playing. <laughs> like they've they've had a better week. Like the br- <laughs> like we were talking about this. Odell's dad, if you didn't, Odell's dad put out a 11 minute long YouTube video of Baker Mayfield not throwing to Odell, and we were talking about this earlier, Jordan, and you text me. Yeah, I saw that Odell's dad uh, put something on his story about Baker Mayfield. And I'm like, Jordan, 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 Jordan. (laughs) He did not put a story. He sat down. And I assume he did it himself. For the point of the bit, he did it himself. He sat down himself Mm -hmm. and, like, opened up Premiere. Got the footage from, I assume, YouTube or maybe the NFL.com. Maybe his access to something better that we don't. Got the footage, edited it, spliced it together, sat there, made sure the cuts were good, probably got some transitions in there, exported it, and then still went, gotta upload this. Still mad. Like, a story, Jordan, like, you can, you know, you can act out on your story a bit, right? Because that's a very quick thing. That's very easy. Like, you don't spend a lot of time in a, on a story, right? Mm-hmm. So on, like, you know, like, on, like... The spectrum of like social media content on the spectrum of like from like very low effort, like quick thing you could do in an instant. Like you can kind of see how somebody could do something kind of wild on it to like the way other end, which is very high effort. Like you got a lot of time to think about what you're doing. Like, I don't know. You have like a tweet probably is like the lowest. Then after that, like a story. And then like way, way down there, you have 11 minute long YouTube, YouTube highlight reel. Like you gotta be mad and like stay mad to do that, Jordan. Yeah. So that—that's what the Browns are dealing with. I just want to talk about that because I gotta tell you, Jordan, I have to be pretty mad to sit down and edit a video, and stay mad about it. I don't know how much video editing you've done in your day, Jordan, but I've done a fair amount, and I—I I gotta stay mad to keep doing it. Like that's like driving. Then, like
1: I f- mean, I guess the. The the moral of the story they they gotta get the they gotta get the ball to Odell more.
0: Like Jordan, that's like that's like if you get mad at somebody and then you drive in your car and you you jump in your car and you drive like an hour to fight them, and you're like still mad after like the first forty five minutes of the drive. Like you gotta be mad. <laughs> like you gotta feel wronged. So I don't know. That's what I thought about it. Yeah, that's those are my general thoughts on um on, on the Patriots. Do you have any other any other final final thoughts on the Patriots at the moment as we enter the true the the people's midseason?
1: Um they're a mediocre team and they're probably gonna stay mediocre.
0: Well, you know, that that that's the fun of it. I again like I think it's a success that they've they've at least stayed intriguing halfway through the season. Like they're not two and six. We haven't written off the season yet. Mac Jones doesn't look like a bust like that. Those are all wins in my book, Jordan. Like, like on Matt the whole, Jones
1: is, Mac Jones is doing good, but that, uh, the rest that, of the team is uh, lagging, lagging behind his performance. They, they got
0: parts I'll of the Matt that. Judon's real good. Let me tell you, Matt Judon is sick. That's a lot of other. You know, they're doing. They, that's all. I, you know, they got it. They do. They're they're exceeding my meager expectations. That's all I can really ask for at this point.
1: You know, they they kind of remind me of like the Pittsburgh Pirates, if they if they were a football team, it'd kind of be the Patriots right now, just damn. a whole bunch of mediocrity.
0: Well, damn. I mean, again, just like I don't think pieces. it's pieces. Like they got like they're getting there. Like they're they like year two of the. I feel a lot better about this team than I did the Cam Newton Patriots a year ago. I think their record was pretty similar, but I you know I there's I feel like there's a future. Anyway, you talked about baseball, Jordan. Guess that means we are gotta talk about baseball now. The World Series happened. How do you feel it about the wor- – I know you got a lot of World happen. Series takes, Jordan. You
1: no, know, first of all, I want to go, ha, 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 imagine spending hundreds of millions of dollars on a baseball team, but you don't win the World Series with the baseball team. Yeah, you still got this, ha, 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 ha. You still got this Dodgers axe to joke?
0: grind. You still got this Dodgers axe to grind.
1: Because it's funny. <laughs>
0: You just said, aren't I?
1: Aren't I? Aren't I?
0: Listen, Cox Communications a funny robbed you of
1: sports, man.
0: Cox Communications robbed you of um, the opportunity to really, uh, really, really lay it on the Dodgers. We weren't even really robbed you of that one. But anyway, yeah, the the Braves one, which um, you know, I gotta say, this is something I was talking about. I don't, I don't have a ton of thoughts on the World Series. I, I don't know if you do. I mean, if you got like like some like I like, I don't really want to talk about the ALCS anymore. Like that's 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 far in the rearview mirror. But something not to continue being overly positive about stuff today but mm-hmm. something i will say and the one thing that's always been good about baseball is still like baseball like among like the major sports has like really good parity or at least always kind of has had really good parity like it ha- like i know the dodgers have been in the world series 3 years in a row or were in the world series 3 years in a row couldn't make it a fourth baby but it has always felt like baseball is one of those sports where like teams can genuinely and they can Genuinely come out of the wild card or come out of like, you know, and what were the braids in a 90 win team or something like that and come out and uh,
1: 80, 85 wins?
0: Ah, well, there we go. Like, it has like that. Ha- that is consistently something that can happen and has happened in baseball, and that's something I've liked. But something I did, I was like, as we were talking about this earlier, like, another thing that I will say, like, that we are kind of experiencing right now, at least again, among the you know. Among the four major sports, not counting the MLS, who of course in New England Revolutions are tearing up the league. Or, you know, among the four major sports. Is that we are we are at this point like in a in a I don't say an era, because era is a little bit too grandiose of a term. But we we're, we're living like we are I don't want to say living, because even that makes it feel a little too big. Like we're in a period of like extreme parity across all the major sports. Like, you look at it, obviously, the MLB, the. The freaking the Braves just won the World Series. Like, the team that you looked at, and you're like, that is the least deserving team in the playoffs. How did that happen? But the Braves are the fly Like, they won the World Series. Like, God bless them. You're seeing that in the NBA right now, and again, it really, like, if there's parody in the NBA, there's parody everywhere. Like, in the NBA, you have, like, eight. Like six, seven, eight teams you feel like are in it, and maybe that's too many, maybe that's too little. I don't. Know. I haven't done my NBA powering, but the point is, it's not a matter of where there's one team. Like I don't look at the NBA and I say like, yeah, like the Bucks are the odds on. It's like the Bucks and everybody else. Like I don't even think the Bucks are the favorite of the NBA. I don't even know if I would say the Bucks are like my first or second team in the NBA right now, which is great. The NBA is the best it's ever been in my, or at least the best it's ever been in recent memory. The NFL, like. Do you have a Super Bowl favorite right now, Jordan? Like, do you have, like, a definitive Super Bowl favorite?
1: Hmm, that's a good question.
0: And that's that's, that's good. Like, there you go, Jordan. That's the – don't even need to answer it. That's the whole point. uh, Okay. That is a good question. (laughs) No, but like, that's my point. Like, it's not even a bit. Like, there's, like, I don't know. Like, you would have said the Cardinals, but they just lost to the Packers. Like, you say the Rams, but they've lost to the Cardinals. Like – the Buccaneers are there, but they just lost to the Saints. Like, the Saints, you thought, like, there's, like, yeah, I don't know. There's, like, eight, nine teams in the NFL right now. that like, if they won the Super Bowl, you wouldn't be sh- Like, the Chiefs haven't been very good, but, like, you, they could get hot. You never know. Like, with a team like, like, with a quarterback like that, they could get hot and suddenly do it. Like, you have a ton of parity in that. And then hockey has, uh, like, the Lightning have won two years in a row, but honestly, like what the one of the best things about hockey is again, like hockey's a sport where you, where the playoffs matter so much. Like you genuinely, like any, t- it really does feel like most teams that make it to the, to the playoffs in the NHL, like at least have a chance. Yeah, I don't know. I
1: mean, I I I, I disagree with your with your last point. Um, I would have to say that this is the Seattle Kraken Stanley Cup to lose. <laughs> And everybody else is just, you know, in their, in their taillights. Well,
0: baby, there you go. You know, it's, it's, listen. you know, this
1: is, this is, I, I am a diehard Krakens fan for absolutely no reason at all.
0: I respect it. I, can you name, can you name three players on the Kraken?
1: Absolutely not. <laughs> but I can, I can tell you, I can tell you they're up one goal over the Sabres right now at the start at second. <laughs> I'm giving it.
0: you, I'm giving you a and press can... pa- I'm giving you an official stadium experience press pass. And I'm sending you to Seattle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i got you access buddy don't you even worry <laughs> from this outlet you can report to me from the crack and be like all right they've given they've given me a, a program it has the roster I'm gonna learn some of it don't worry
1: you know <laughs>
0: we tricked them but no like like no, this they're,
1: is... <laughs> they are three six and one they are a powerhouse
0: <laughs> <laughs> but like this isn't really like like again like this isn't really much of a take but it's just it's an observation that i've that I've made and I and I like not again not to be like positive raw raw I love sports sports are great but not my sports podcast obviously why do I don't want people to think I like sports but oh like I, I there's a lot of parody right it's cool like I like it like it's it's fun it's good it's good that's it that's my whole point that's the whole take. A lot of. Do you disagree, Jordan? I know you refuted me on the Kraken, boy, but do you, do you do you feel differently? Have you looked into the future and you're like, nope, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be Lakers and Thunder and excuse me, and Lightning and Chiefs all winning this year. Nothing, no point well, to anything.
1: We'll we'll see. We'll see how the NBA uh, pans out. This but, this is still very early. Things may uh, coalesce into uh, very obvious things going forward. Oh, but I don't, I don't I think get, it
0: is either way. Like I just don't think it. Which you what I love. Jordan. I like I just I like like you would think it would be Brooklyn, but now they're having all kinds of problems. Like they're not a clear favorite. Like the Lakers got their own problems. The the Bucks are are, 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 are there. Like they're you know, the Bucks are there. The Suns are having problems right now. Like the Clippers aren't getting Kawhi back for a while. The Nuggets are doing good stuff. I love it. Oh my god, I could talk about how good the NBA is now forever. But anyway, we're not <laughs>
1: But but the, but the focus, you know, exactly, entirely on the Braves. Uh, we'll, 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 I'll, I'll stop being ironic for a second. Um, obviously, the Dodgers, one of the greatest baseball teams probably ever put together in, in the history of the sport. Uh, that that team is incredibly talented, regardless of the fact that, you know, it's a $100, $200, 300000000 million team. Uh, the Giants, the Astros, you know, the Red Sox um these are all incredible football football teams baseball teams and you know you got to you got to give it up for the Braves cuz oh, they absolutely. they came through you know they 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 went through Milwaukee as all the last like four world series winners have done you just if you beat the Brewers you probably make it to the world series um but they 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 balled out they they played some absolutely tremendous baseball uh and you know just you just got to give it up for the Atlanta Braves
0: yeah, no, I agree. No, like I said, like that—that's kind of the beauty. Like that happens all the time in that sport, and it is a very good thing. It's one of the good things about baseball. It is one of the good things about baseball. So they've done that, and now that I'm done gushing about things, I'm done being. I've been very. Po- I've been pretty. I think I've been pretty positive this episode. Jordan, would you? Would you disagree? Would you say I've been kind of? Have I been I mean, a downer this episode?
1: You have not been a downer. I mean, you're on the Patriots copium, but you're, you've been—you've been pretty good.
0: I haven't been a doubter exactly. Well, that's okay, because I'm about to not be. Because we're gonna talk about hey. the Celtics.
1: Oh, baby. We're
0: gonna talk about the Celtics, which we have not done on the revived stadium experience yet, Jordan. Believe it or not, we have not. We have yet to do that. Jordan, tell me, tell me. I've talked about this before, but uh, how, how during our during the dark period of the stadium experience, where I where I disappeared mm-hmm. off the face of the earth, it was simply existing in a void. On to myself.
1: The lost days.
0: Would you say that, you know, maybe occasionally I may have spoken with you about some of my reasonable... (laughs) I talked to you in a very calm manner about some of my thoughts, maybe even dare call them opinions about uh, the Boston Celtics.
1: Um. If if by once in a while you mean literally every time we spoke, then yes.
0: And what, how would you how would you characterize uh, those conversations, Jordan? For the most
1: part, uh, I say you were you you are you are quite uh what's a good word? Irritated with the Irritated. Uh, consistency and the performance of that Celtics organization.
0: It's interesting that you say that. So. So while I will acknowledge that just now the Celtics wrapped up beating the number one, uh, 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 really a rout on the Miami Heat, who are currently the number one seed, he's going be now no longer the number one seed in the Eastern Conference. <laughs> Don't care. We're, st- we're still gonna, we're going to dish for a minute, Jordan. I'm going to dish with you for a second. Is that what the kids say?
1: Is this one of the things they say?
0: It's early in the NBA season, right? It's mm-hmm. A- I'm, I'm, I'm acknowledging that my feelings here. This is my out to have strong feelings nine games the NBA season. My feelings here are just a, are a continuation of my feelings in the prior season, which I feel is very fair. Because actually, it's it would be it would actually be if I'm acknowledging that you know buying too much into early in the NBA season. If I'm acknowledging that that's not really something you should do, you should let that define the narrative for you. It would actually be. Unfair of me, Jordan, if I early in the NBA season let my feel let my stances from the previous season be changed. Is that not fair? Is that not consistent?
1: I mean it, it may or may not be consistent.
0: I find it consistent. So anyway, if I'm acknowledging that, oh you can't buy too much into the early season, then I can't let it change my opinion now, can it? That would be unfair. Mm. That would be doing the opposite. It's not it's never a blank slate. You never get a blank slate. So anyway. You don't. You never do. You never do, Judge. <laughs> Take that, your reputation. <laughs> There's no lesson in this. Anyway, um, so the Celtics last season. I'm kind of getting like a lot of months of frustration out, aggravating beyond belief. Right? Like I don't know how you could have watched the last season for Celtics and felt anything, anything but utter aggravation. At what has, what is a, what was, what was, and what still is a very talented group that last season for, you know, I'm not gonna get into. Like I'm not gonna get into like too much of it, probably, right? Probably Mm -hmm. not. I might. Probably not, though. A team that was very talented, a team that was, in the previous season, a game away from the finals, Mm -hmm. and a team that in theory should only have gotten better with ascending stars and Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum.
1: Player development and whatnot.
0: A team that, continuously, the whole season, frustrating like frustrating in all the ways that you don't want a team you like to be frustrating right like they were not frustrating from a talent perspective but just routinely was letting themselves and they're letting themselves too they were not being beaten by bad teams they were letting themselves lose to bad teams
1: they put on an absolute masterclass in underperformance last a year a
0: lot of the time right and their underperformance often did not come against good teams was the Usually problem they this- didn't <laughs> They Like, this was a dude that a lot of the time—I mean, not that they didn't lose games to good teams that were frustrating, but for the most part, last season, would continuously, like, just could not string together, like, consecutive wins against, like, bottom feeder teams. Like, they'd they'd play the Clippers, and they'd school them, and then they'd lose to, like—
1: The Pistons or somebody random.
0: Yeah, they'd lose, like, two games in a row— against, they like, lose the game against the Cavs, and then lose the game against, like, the Pistons. It, like, wouldn't look like they were trying, and just, like, a team that, like, seeped this, like, feeling, like, this, like, this sense of entitlement, like, oozed it. The sense of entitlement, like, the sense of, like, disconnect from what they were doing, like, this, like, feeling of disinterest from the games. Again, like, just things that you did are not likable, right? Like, things that you do not want. Like, if you are rooting for a team, you want to feel like they're trying, you know? (laughs) Like, if you Mm -hmm. are trying to invest your time in following a team, you want to feel like they're trying. Not to make it about me. Like, I'm not saying that Jason Tatum has to try in the first quarter of games against bad teams for me. But you get the point. Like, I'm not even trying to say, like, do it for the fans. But kind of, you know, to try. Frustrating, everybody. Team Lestes just did that. You... And then this offseason you saw I like their I think they had a fine offseason for what was available to them. I like the I don't know, I like the players they brought in. Like you know getting off the the Kemba contract was good. Bringing in Horford fine good. Signing Dennis Schroeder for what they signed him for. Good deal. Don't love any of the contract extensions, but I mean like whatever like great, NBA great value on Dennis yeah, Schroeder. you know, like good signings. With the with the sense be with by the way the grander, I mean, obviously they didn't bring in any big ceiling raiser. Like, that's what I think they need to eventually do. But you can't just do that all the time. It takes time in the NBA. With the thought being that, again, Jordan, like, the problem with this team, like, the last year and a half has not really ever been the roster. Like, the actual, uh, like, like the talent really. like the talent level has not been a problem with this team. So, thusly, like, just kind of moving around pieces and bringing in, like, a good value guy there and just kind of keeping the same core, fine. Because the talent level has not been the problem. But just for again for whatever reason, the effort hasn't been there, or the enga- or they haven't been engaged, or whatever it was, and that's why I was like, yeah, maybe you got to move on from Brad Stevens. Nothing, not any any insult to his acumen as a basketball mind, you get all that just for whatever reason, if you looked at it and you're like, you know, Brown, Tatum, all these NBA guys. They have gotten to a point where they look at this, this this dweeby guy from Indiana, and they're just not listening anymore. If you told me that, fine. I, I'm willing to believe that. You don't, at your core, you don't love it. You're like, oh, like, you kind of always want athletes to just listen to their coach and like try really hard all the time. But fine, that's a thing in the NBA. Like, the great NBA coaches have never been great X's and O's guys. They're guys that... Can just get these multi-million-dollar athletes with gigantic egos to listen for like four months and try really hard and not hate each other like that. That's always what's defined. Is that fair, Jordan? Like that's what defines great NBA coaches.
1: Um, after examining the Los Angeles Lakers, that that, that seems like a very apt statement.
0: Like that's it. It's it. The great NBA coaches take all these really talented guys. And look at and you have you know you have good coaches on bad teams that are great at developing players, but like the great coaches that win championships are guys who can get all these guys in a room and get them to not hate each other for long enough and get them to try hard on defense for long enough to do what you got to do. And that's why I'm like, fine, bring in Emi Odoka. That's why I said I didn't care who the coach was. Like for a long time, Jordan, was I not tell- Like when they were doing the co- doing the search, I was saying I don't care how good of a coach they are, just bring in like the biggest name you can bring in. Like, if Kevin Garnett wants to coach the team with no coaching experience, yeah, not to insult, like, whatever, like, you know, long-time assistant coaches have been out there in the NBA, like, grinding and waiting for their opportunity. I didn't care. And they brought in email Odoka, who kind of checks some of those boxes. He's a former player. Like, he's, he's been in the league for a while. and see, But, you know, Brown and Tatum, they recommend. They liked him. They wanted him. Like, fine. Like, Fine, yeah, he's at least been in the NBA, I don't know. If if they listen to him and they like him, then fine, cause that's all it's about. Like, that's the only thing it's about. Nothing this team is doing from, like, a coaching perspective is inherently all that flawed, or at least was causing the problems. I don't know, again, if you want to, like, come in here and be like, no, like, here are, like, the inbounding plays they were running that weren't good. Like, whatever. It's just, it's the biggest problem has been the lack of effort or the lack of energy or whatever it was that made this team underperform up until the very end that's what they were. Again, they were an underperforming team. And when a team is underperforming, that means they are not playing to the talent, to the level of talent they have. Which means that the talent level is not the problem. It's something about the makeup or the character or something of the team. And those are things that a lot of the time you'll attribute more to a coach. So anyway, they're bringing E-Mario Doko. Or at least you hope it's the coach. The coach is the first thing you change in the NBA. Like, that's the... the coach is the first thing you change. You change your coach, you shift around some role players, you hope it works. Because you want it to work with the young, talented players that you have. Because those are the much, much harder thing to get. Those are the mm-hmm. much harder thing to find. So if you get a Jalen Brown, you get a Jason Tatum, you do everything in your power to make it work. Because the last thing you want to do, and obviously they're not there, and I hope they never get there. But just hypothetically, obviously, what you don't want to do is go, oh, ah, maybe Tatum's the problem. Like, guess we got to move on from him and just start this whole situation over. Or you don't want him to ask out <laughs> and say, "I don't want to be here anymore." Then you got to trade him and start all over. But you keep bringing coaches because you, because you know, you bring in a new coach because you hope that these are young guys. You can tell that, you know, at this moment in time. I don't think it's fair. I don't think it's unfair to look at Jason Tatum and wonder if his priorities are in the right place. Like wonder if he's fully committed to winning versus like building his brand versus, you know, living the life, being a star, all that. But you hope that you can bring in a coach or you can bring in guys around him who fix that and then he's consistently, you know, the great player that you need him to be, that that he has the potential to be. Cuz Tatum has nothing but potential and that's why, you know, you you're frustrated when he's not living up to it. So, you bring in a new coach, and then, what do you get early in the season? Lost to the Raptors, bad team. Two straight losses to the Washington Wizards, one of which in overtime. And then, the coup de grace. The living Mm -hmm. embodiment. Of the 2020-2021 to Boston Celtics, which was, of course, a... The blowing of a nineteen point lead in the fourth quarter against the admittedly three seed, but still the Chicago Bulls. A game and where
1: uh, it, as as a disclaimer, Jake, would you like to tell the good people of America how much money you bet on that game? I would
0: not. It doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. <laughs> My gambling interests are entirely irrelevant.
1: <laughs> uh, okay, I just want to tell this story. He he was he was at work. And then he texts me. He said the Celtics are doing great. There's a there's a minus three. There's there's a a minus minus three point five spread on this game.
0: Who would have I would not have taken them at three and a half.
1: (laughs) And then he texts me back. Oh, they just blew a nineteen point lead. I'm sick.
0: Anyway, but a game where they were up by nineteen, they then lose by fourteen. It was incredible. A masterclass and just. Everything wrong with the team. and then after the game, you have Marcus Smart coming out and like trying to call out Brown and Tatum because the whole Marcus Smart chemistry killer thing is a whole nother discussion we could have for hours. The man thinks it's his team. they have done nothing but en- the organization has done nothing but enable him thinking it's his team and it's it's another thing that's probably wrong with the team. It really probably needs to be solved, but they keep refusing to solve it. Because apparently his defense, which has not been great in two years, is just irreplaceable, Jordan. Because it is one thing. It is one skill set that's irreplaceable in basketball. It's finding a guy who will try really hard and tr- play defense but while not being able to shoot particularly well. It's impossible to find those guys, Jordan. That's not the thing that everybody who's not great at basketball does to be able to play basketball. Anyway. And then... As if they just want to make the season. Yeah, then they turn around and they beat the best team in the, in the conference. Because that's what they do. That's how this team works. That's who they've been. <laughs> so the problem is, like, coming into the season, they have still embodied a lot of the problems that I have with it that I, everybody should have had with this team last year. They've embodied a lot of those shortcomings. And I don't know. I just, I don't know what I want to see. I, I guess I want to see them come in this season, look angry, like seem like they want to prove that that's not who they are. Like, like they've heard it because they've heard it. These guys hear this stuff because they respond to the stuff they hear that bothers them. All these players, they hear the stuff. They're on Twitter. They see it. They hear it. They're all out on it. I don't know. I guess. I guess I wanted to see them start the season with a, with with more of a chip on their shoulders. You know, not with an overtime loss to the Knicks and a loss to the Raptors. You know, and now they've come out again. Maybe they're now responding. Like, listen, if they take this and then this is where they go on a run, then fine because they've won two straight now. But. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing it. I'm not, I'm not buying in until I'm given a reason to buy in, you know? Like, it's just like, it's like, even if they go on a run, you know, I don't know if that makes me bad. I need to see, like, something, I need to see this team respond like they care. Because I've just been given so much reason to think that this team doesn't care that much. And that's the most frustrating thing, you know? So I don't know how long yeah. it takes to get that. I don't know what, I can't set a bar with that last season Marcus, they go Marcus, on
1: Marcus Smart cares he's the heart you. and soul of this he's franchise. the heart and soul
0: of the team Jordan he, that's it you know he's oh my god and
1: then about time he is the sooner you accept that the easier this will be for oh you oh my
0: god like he's not like like the heart <laughs> the heart and soul of a team of the NBA is their best player that's how it works like that's how it works the leader of your team is not the point guard who scores 13 points a game and jumps on the ground and plays good defense. That is not the heart and soul. The leader of your team has to be the best player on your team. Or else the whole thing doesn't work. That's how it works.
1: Mm, Jake, no, incorrect. The leader that's is the works, guy who sport. steps up. I don't care all you Smart people. Up.
0: I don't care all you people in 2001 who were playing high school basketball and your coach told you you had great hustle and you won the captain's award at the sports banquet at the end of the season. Doesn't matter. Not the heart and soul of the team. Heart and soul team is the best player. And until Jason Tatum accepts that role and Jalen Brown accepts that, then the whole thing is never going to work. And but Marcus
1: Smart is the heart and soul of the team. He's the longest-tenured
0: <laughs> player on the team. They, they gave him a big contract extension. They keep toying with the idea. If they ever make him the fucking captain, so help me God. So help me God if they enable this man further. Marcus Smart should go with the... Should go be the heart and soul of, like the 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 New Orleans Pelicans or something like?
1: I, I think Zion's the heart and soul of the New Orleans Pelicans. I don't. Zion hasn't played
0: do... you. I'm just saying like they got to. What I'm saying is that that that's one thing they need to do is to like, get Marcus Smart out of there because clearly it doesn't work. Clearly they all hate each other like they do. I don't care what anybody tells you. I'm gonna be you show me them liking each other tweets. They don't like. They clearly don't get along.
1: <laughs> Maybe the Celtics should get Zion.
0: Listen, all right. God bless them if they do. He already wants out of New Orleans. Good for him. <laughs> like it's just, I don't know. I just, I'm just kind of grinding this general Celtics accent. I, I, got, I don't care that they beat they, the Heat. They
1: like, should have kept Lonzo, honestly.
0: I, I, that's all. That's, yes. That's
1: neither here nor there.
0: No, listen. But. I would listen. I would love to go around and just do general NBA offseason minutia because I could do that forever. That's another thing I can just do for. I could just talk about transactions in the NBA. In team building for, like, I can go down every single team, and I can talk to you about where I think they are team building-wise, what I think they should do next, like, how they should keep doing. I can do that with every single team. And I'd love to, but I don't think anybody wants to listen to that. You know,
1: I'll, I'll, I'll indulge you. We can, have a, we can have a Thunder examination some oh,
0: point next month. To. I'll do it for every team. See, I'll, oh, the Thunder, please, the Thunder are, are trite. Everybody does the Thunder. Everybody talk, I'll talk about, like, the Cavs with you. I gotta take time the Cavs rebuild. I can give you. Dude, I can, you
1: do got some takes on on the Cavs, on the Pistons.
0: Oh, I can give you fucking a half an hour on the Pistons, absolutely. Like I. Can you
1: this. are you are quite a you are quite a fan of Cade Cunningham and, and their young.
0: Listen, I can talk to you about it. core. I can talk to you about it. Like I can, like I'm looking at the whole league, like, literally, like I like I'm like, oh yeah, my takes on them, takes it. I can give you takes on everybody. I love it, love talking about it, love the NBA. But anyway, like I don't know, like it's just like it's like it, it can't even be this like like this am Like well, you know, if the Celtics are like you know have won this many games by x date because it's not about that because they will go on a run and they'll win a bunch of games and then they'll hit adversity and then they won't respond to it and then like ah like i don't know until i see like it's the thing i need to like it is genuine like and i hate saying this jordan it's like an intangible thing i need to see
1: damn the intangibles they they don't have it they
0: have none they have no intangibles this team's got zero intangibles, Jordan. Read it. Zero mm. intangibles.
1: Call call Kendrick Perkins right now and tell him.
0: They do! Kendrick Perk they t- They don't got any intangibles. It's crazy. What's well, the point though? Would you have called Kendrick Perkins the heart and soul of those Celtics teams he was on, Jordan?
1: There are some people who do. I but, they're know, so, um... but they're
0: wrong! But they're wrong. They, the hardest one of those teams was either Kevin Garnett or Paul Pierce. Whichever one you want to claim. A lot of Celtics people want to be Paul Pierce. Oh, I was really Kevin Garnett. Whatever. Like, the one tool guy. <laughs> like Kendrick Perkins was not trying to act like it was his team. That's why Kendrick Perkins worked, Jordan. Because Kendrick Perkins is what we call a role player. Not to throw any advanced terminology at you people. Kendrick Perkins was a role player, which means he had a role. He understood it, Jordan. Then you know what he did with that role? Played it well. He played it. Marcus Smart maybe... is a role player who thinks he is an all-NBA player.
1: But, Jake, his role is being the heart and soul of the team.
0: His role is to jump on the floor and get loose balls and then occasionally take a spot up three and then not throw chairs at anybody. Oh, my wait, God. Wait, wait.
1: Wait, speaking of Kendrick Perkins, have we have we gotten an update on on his federal case for for fraud in healthcare? What healthcare insurance no, Kendrick fraud? Kendrick Perkins
0: wasn't involved in that. Perkins wasn't, wasn't involved in it. No, he wasn't. No, Perkins wasn't involved in that. Perkins is too busy going on ESPN every single day. Every time I look at a TV, when I'm at work, I'll have ESPN up and I'll have like NBC Sports Boston or Nesson up. I look at both TVs and somehow Kendrick Perkins is making appearances on both both networks at the same time it's crazy that man will go be on Arbella early edition and then run over to the studio and like call in the first take it's crazy man it's hustling like god bless kendrick perkins but my god i don't i'm just getting this like general celtics thing off my chest like oh my god his team is so frustrating they're frustrating they're not they're not bad cuz they don't have good players and the, it's oh, my god they're so frustrating like they're there like it like the last few years really following the Celtics have been just watching like like the opportunities for just these sick teams just be squandered and all these assets be squandered. And again, not even that they're in a bad position. They have two all-stars that are under the age of 24. That is a very good position to be in. And I would just hate to see it not work out for, like, all the wrong reasons, you know? Like, Kyrie not working out sucks. Gordon Hayward not working out sucks. Kemba not working out sucks. But, like, they're still here with this, and you would hate to see it squandered because, I don't know, like, they don't care, or they just – I Marcus Smart is the heart and soul, and he's palpitating. I don't have a joke there. I got nothing. But I don't know. I just – oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's just so frustrating. Oh, Oh my
1: God. It was, it was Big Baby, not Kendrick Perkins.
0: Yeah, it was Big Baby.
1: Yeah, that's <laughs> – that's that's my mistake. Yeah. I, I got I got I got my I got my Celtics centers confused. Damn,
0: Perk, might need to fight you for that one. But
1: yeah, it's all right, Perk. If if you hear this, come put hands on me. I'll take it.
0: <laughs> I'll accept it.
1: Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll take uh, it.
0: But anyway, like like I don't want to make this like the hate on Marcus Smart thing but like that like that aspect of it, like they can just they shouldn't have given Marcus Smart a 5 year contract making 20 it million. It is
1: way too late for that. You're you're like 2 years too late for, They're not for that. They 2 years
0: too late. They're going to trade him this off season. I'm like three months no, I'm t- too
1: late. I'm, t- I'm, t- I'm, t- I'm talking about you saying you don't want to make this into a market smart hate no. train.
0: Sorry. Anyway, because it's not even <laughs> the is... market. Like he is a side piece to this. That's the annoying. He's so central to everything that this team does, and that's so backwards. He's central to all well, the problems with this team. He's central to the way this team runs itself, and it's so stupid. It shouldn't be. He's the point guard who jumps on the floor and plays defense. I bet in Clipperland they don't focus everything on Patrick Beverly, even though I don't think he's on that team anymore. Like, it's just, oh, my God. It's so frustrating. That's why it's frustrating. He's, like, central to the whole operation for good and for bad, and he shouldn't be. It's so backwards, and they just keep enabling it. I should only be talking about Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown in this discussion. But some of the stupid role player keeps seeping into it. It's so frustrating. I'm not talking about Romeo Langford or anything right now. I'm just so annoyed. Oh, my God. Dennis Schroeder's been fine. And then people will be like, oh, like, I don't see, like, you people coming out and hating when, Romeo, when like, Dennis Schroeder has a bad game. And, yes, it's because the Celtics don't treat Dennis Schroeder like he's their third star.
1: Also, Dennis Schroeder's there on pennies.
0: He's been fine. Yeah, Dennis Schroeder's been fine. (laughs) Dennis Schroeder's there on commissary. Yes, because we haven't spent six years fucking debating if this player is an all-star. The biggest problem with this team. Oh, my God, whatever.
1: Oh, that's the Celtics. Jesus, God,
0: this feels so good, Jordan.
1: Jake, you, you've been embroiled in the in the Marcus Smart Discord since, like, I first met you.
0: How can you not? Because it dominates everything around this team, and it's so stupid. It's so stupid. That's, but, like, that's the,
1: one of the first rants I ever heard you go on. The, was about Marcus Smart.
0: The fans allow it? And, like, if it was just a fan thing, it was just fans overrate him, and then you argue about that with fans. Fine, it's whatever. That's whatever. That's whatever. But the fact that the organization enables it,
1: so you are saying it's a cultural problem? With yes, this. <laughs>
0: they have a they have a massive cultural problem, and I guess so far just swapping out Brad Stevens for I don't know a guy that maybe Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown will listen to so far hasn't paid dividends. Nine games in the season, even though again they did just beat the Heat. So God bless them for it. They also beat the Magic. They're right there. They're running train on the state of Florida. Let me tell you, but. I don't know. I, mean, I just...
1: Will, will they beat the Mavericks on Sunday? Maybe. I don't or know. Or Saturday, whenever they play?
0: Like, maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like...
1: Or, or will Luka score, like, 90?
0: Hey, God bless him if he does. Like, but it's just... I don't know. Like, I just... Like, it's just... Yeah. It's like, what I need to see from this... From from the Celtics is, like, just this... is just this, like, undiscernible, like, intangible shift. Before I come back on board. Like, I don't... I don't know. Can... 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 Like, like and, just, they need to stop like complaining about the refs and like, oh my God, just all of it is just, they so frustrating to watch when they're damn
1: let me, let me, let me put some fluff on this, Jake. What do you think the Celtics need to do to transition to a culture of winning from a culture of underperforming?
0: Oh, like just start like caring about winning. Stop worrying about the brand, like your brands. Like you got brands. You guys are doing great. Jetson mm-hmm. is doing great from building his brand, right? hmm He's doing for everywhere He's got Subway commercials and like other stuff. Subway commercials are a massive cultural signifier of success, I'd say. But just that's what like that's what they did. I don't know. I just need to watch this team and be like, yes, they care about winning. Cause right now I watch the team and I don't feel that. And I don't know, Jordan, I don't know about you. Personally for me, the main thing about the main purpose of sports is winning myself. I don't know. That's some mm. crazy hot take by me, but typically, if you are watching a team and analyzing it, even maybe a fan of a team, you want to feel like they care about winning. Oh mm. my god, my good. Oh my god. Anyway,
1: I mean, I, I, however, have a complete 180 opinion of you. Uh, I'm going to embrace the sensationalism. And the, the, the rapid influx of takes in the Boston sports community. <laughs> You're and like, see, I'm-
0: I actually enjoy watching you fucking destroy yourself complaining about Marcus Smart for twenty minutes. I find that entertaining. And I would prefer that over waiting. So maybe I like having takes too. Maybe that's my problem. Maybe I enjoy uh, but, being able to be angry. Maybe I maybe that's but, my own problem. But Jake, maybe-
1: I, I disagree. You know, the Celtics they came in and beat the magic and they beat the heat. <laughs> Which makes them literally the greatest basketball team to ever play. There I are listen. no problems whatsoever. No, like they'll look like, and a phenomenal... that they will continue to to establish a tradition of winning and victory hey, at baby. TD Garden.
0: Hey baby, you mean sustaining, continue the tradition of winning at TD Garden.
1: Whatever. <laughs> it's a new tradition, you know. Every <laughs> new ages, new new eras need new traditions. Damn. You know, we we. We entered a new. the new
0: tradition is being angry at Marcus. It's just it's, yep. just. it's just. It's just somehow everything centering around Marcus Smart, good or for, yep. for good or for bad.
1: Yeah, the 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 Marcus Smart era of the Boston Celtics oh which started in like 2016, <laughs> 2017.
0: When they drafted him in. Tw- oh my god. Uh Anyway, that's that. I don't know. That's that's my. Those are my. Those are my. That's my general axe I had to grind with the Boston Celtics. Um. The rundown for this, just, I usually, I do, like, a pretty, I, I got a little bit in depth. I would, like, make sure I get to all my points I want to get to. It just said, Celtics are bad. They beat good teams, but they're bad. God, I'm annoyed. That's it. That's what the rundown says. And I'm like, and I read that. I'm like, yeah, I know what you meant, Jake. I know what I'm supposed to, I know where I'm supposed to go with this. So uh, thank you for indul- again, Jordan, indulging that. But now you, the good people of the world, get to understand what Jordan moment had to endure for the last year. Because I again, I would call him with the same level of intensity, but honestly, like trying even less to at least sound a little bit coherent.
1: Uh, yes this this is a segment about Jake's favorite person. His 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 most his most uh prevalent case study. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, starting quarterback of the Green Bay Packers. <laughs>
0: yes, we can move into that now, Jordan. Baby, I can keep these. <laughs> I can keep grinding these axes all day, baby.
1: And and you know you know Jake, you know after after the, uh, the the week events regarding Aaron Rodgers, you may have a point.
0: Thank you. So I I have been somebody who for a long time not been a big fan of Aaron Rodgers. Now, in fairness, like a good chunk of it, at least initially has always just kind of, like, my disband for Aaron Rodgers, who's a fantastic player, who's a phenomenal quarterback. Not going to say an even better man, because I don't necessarily think that, has always seemed... My my issue with Aaron Rodgers, for a, a good chunk of it, has always been the discourse of, like, comparing him to Tom Brady, who I, being a very unbiased individual, a very critical individual, I feel like. I feel like I'm... Like, genuinely, I feel like I do a fair enough job being being impartial. Who I've always found, like, like comparing Aaron Rodgers to Tom Brady to be laughable. Like, when that, whenever that discourse pops up of, like, like among, like, all-time quarterbacks, like, I've always thought like, people who try to, like, which is a thing. People who try to put Aaron Rodgers in, like, that same category with, like, Brady and, like, I don't know, like, Joe Montana and, like, I guess that's it, really. I've always found it laughable. hmm And either way. Anyway, I have also, in all fairness, t- find Aaron Rodgers very annoying as an individual. And I've mm-hmm. said that for a while. And it's, it's, it's grown over time. I just don't enjoy, and I'm sure, like, in all fairness, if Tom Brady didn't play for the Patriots, I probably wouldn't like Tom Brady as a person. Like, I've said that a lot. Tom Brady's a weirdo. But, that's besides the point. Aaron Rodgers is a specific type of annoying that very much bothers me. I'm not going to get too into it. I'm going to get probably. I know whenever I say that, I don't mean it. But I'm probably not. I'm going to try not to get too into it.
1: He's going to explain the entire character arc type of Aaron Rodgers over the next 15 minutes.
0: (laughs) I'm not going to get too into it. Narrator. He got very into it. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron Rodgers has always struck me as somebody who tries very hard to come across as different, which is very vague. And I have a very hard time articulating this because to me, it's so obvious, right? <laughs> like it's so obvious, but it's not. I don't know. He comes across as somebody who, who, like, I don't know. He just really badly wants you to know that he owns a Switch. Like, I'm trying to figure out the way to word this. that doesn't sound gatekeepy, right? I don't want to come across as gatekeepy. But just, I... He just Jake, comes across... He
1: was, he was John Wick for Halloween. He was John isn't Wick that, for Halloween. Isn't that cool? Isn't that cool and quirky? Like, also
0: the problem is once you start to hate somebody for, the, for these reasons, everything they do is now interpreted through the prism of you feeling that they're trying too hard. Yeah, I don't. Aaron Rodgers strikes me as somebody who's always trying too hard to be different, and he doesn't need to. Aaron Rodgers has everything a person needs, right? He's handsome and he's a successful NFL quarterback and he's rich. That's all you need. But it's like, I don't, he has like this like innate desire to be perceived as different and like quirky and cool, but in like a but in like a, like a, like his own way, you know? And he like needs, it's like pathological. And he needs people to feel that way. And he, I don't know. Like he needs to be liked, but liked for the, for very specific reasons. You know what I'm saying, Jordan? Do you understand me?
1: I, I get what you're saying.
0: And that's where Aaron Rodgers has always come across to me. And that's why he kind of annoys me. Very much annoys me. Aaron Rodgers, is like, wait, you do showing up to practice in an Office shirt. Like, ooh, like, I'm quirky and different. I I like The Office, but The Office is, like, the most successful and, like, one of the most well, like, not regarded, but, like, well-liked shows of all time. I know you'd hate The Office, Jordan. That's not the point.
1: Oh. Okay.
0: <laughs> that's not the point. I use that to get you on my side with this, but that's not important now. I'm trying to get America on my side with this. Mm. You know what I'm like? Like, I'm not like other girls. I watch The Office. Like, it's just, it's crazy. It's like a bit. He's a bit. Anyway, Aaron Rodgers not vaccinated, which is is so angry that people found out that he's vaccinated, that he's not vaccinated. Because again, Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to get, he's decided he doesn't want to get vaccinated because that's who he is, right? But also he's like, oh, I don't want to seem like uncool, like, like I'm an anti-vaxxer or anything. So I'm just not going to tell anybody. I'm just going to go out of my way to like hide that I'm not vaccinated to the point where a, when I'm asked, if I'm not vaccinated, I'm going to, you know, twist the words around to say, yes, I'm this equivalent of being unvaccinated, or I'm not going to, you know, wear a mask on the sidelines or during press conferences, like you're required to do by the NFL. If you're unvaccinated, which the NFL is now investigating the green Bay Packers for, because the league apparently knew he was unvaccinated the whole time. That is not my point. That that has that has been put out there that that Aaron Rodgers like the league knows he's been unvaccinated. That's obviously why he immediately went on like the unvaccinated COVID list like whatever it is you know what I'm saying. But he <laughs> in to the presence of other people did not want to know he was unvaccinated. He is reportedly very angry that it's been let out that he's unvaccinated and I don't know like you know like like, like to a lot of people somebody, somebody being anti-vax. It makes him not like them, so if it brings a lot of people around to my anti Aaron Rodgers stance, like you know, I'm, I'm willing to take that, I'm willing to take that W Jordan. This is a W for me. I feel like, so Jake won, Aaron Rodgers zero is my point, but just a point like, like he cares so much about the way he's perceived, like all of us do, right? Like, he wants to exist in this very specific prism. But he knows, like, you know, like, you can't be the, the kind of quirky, cool, but aloof guy if you're also anti-vax. That doesn't match the brand. So now he's trying to hide it, and he's just a fraud. He's a poser. That's my point. I hate posers. He's a poser. Aaron Rodgers is a poser. And now he's not vaccinated. It's very, very funny. So God bless Jordan Love. Bring on the Jordan Love era. I'm, I'm all in. I'm so glad he's not hosting Jeopardy. I'm so happy. Oh my God. I was not ready for Aaron Rodgers to be hosting jeopardy. That would have been my own personal hell dude, but he's not. Oh, thank God. Anyway.
1: Yeah. Aaron Aaron Rodgers did in fact lie about being vaccinated. And that is pretty funny.
0: He did like he did again. Like he didn't lie to like, like the league, like he didn't lie to the NFL, but he tried to hide it from everybody else. To the point where he was, you know, not following vaccine protocol. And there'll probably be no consequences for it. Which is even better, honestly, to me. I told you this. I hope I hope he doesn't get in any trouble. Because then I get to keep being indignant. If there aren't consequences of something, I get to keep being indignant. Which I do like being indignant about things I feel very strongly about. So. <laughs> I, I've won, Jordan, is what I'm saying. I've won the culture war with Aaron Rodgers, I feel like.
1: You slayed your mortal nemesis.
0: So now, now it's on the Cox Communications, my new enemy, is what I'm saying. Aaron Rodgers is is old hat. Like, like, dude, dude got his, got his home, homeothera- I already forget the word. Homeopathic. Homeopathic, homeopathic therapy.
1: And to increase his antibodies.
0: Like, he tried to, he tried to, like, petition the league to accept his weird... You see it again, like comparing it to Brady. Like, he also has his weird personal doctor who makes him do weird things. He's got a personal doctor. I don't even know what that means. What's having a personal doctor even mean? I don't know. I don't know where Aaron Rodgers found his doctor. I don't know what weird Chinese acupuncture school his personal doctor went to. But all I'm saying is that Brady is the Provax QB. Aaron Rodgers is the anti-vax QB. You got to pick your side, people. So, got to pick your side, people. Tom Brady got that whole team vaccinated. The Buccaneers are the most vaccinated team in the NFL. Or you can be on the side of Aaron, of of Maga Rodgers over here.
1: But He was John Wick for Halloween. He was
0: John Wick for Halloween. It's pretty cool and quirky of him.
1: You no, know, oh. Keanu Keanu Reeves is pretty cool. Keanu Reeves you, is
0: very cool.
1: Did you see him in John Wick?
0: I I ha, I did see him in John Wick.
1: Or or the Matrix when we when we watched it on your birthday. We did watch the Matrix, Matrix Joe's on your birthday
0: at Joe's house. That is true that is a thing that happened.
1: Or the gangster Keanu, rap
0: from Big Tony's home with the gangster rap.
1: At like four forty four forty in the morning.
0: Hey baby, they delivered little for him. Why wouldn't I?
1: This is true four one four nine zero 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 zero
0: They get that one for free, but oh my god! Anyway, or or better
1: yet, Keanu Reeves as a uh, Johnny Silverhand in the uh, groundbreaking video game Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven,
0: which I have not played yet. Uh, I have played it, but I liked it. Anyway, um, yeah, Moral of the story is a uh, I've won the culture war with Aaron Rodgers, um. Hopefully Jordan Love uh does better. Hopefully Jordan Love just uh just just kind of is a straight shooter as an individual. Lets you know what he's about, doesn't care what you think. Hopefully he's that kind of guy. And uh you know, you know, I pity the Packers. All of Aaron, how much of Aaron Rodgers is dumb bullshit they put up with all summer just to get him to come play and then he does this to them. <laughs> oh, those poor bastards. Oh, uh, I mean, the-
1: but but seriously, though, there has to be some type of consequence for this.
0: Oh, I assume, like, the team. Because, okay, the NFL, the, the league put out like, a statement. that like, ba- like
1: him or the Packers have to be, like, fined a lot of yeah, money. they're
0: going to be. Like, the league put it out that basically, like, they knew he was unvaccinated. But, like, it's up to the individual teams to make sure that, like, the guys follow the COVID protocols. And, again, based on the fact that, like, he wasn't wearing a mask on the sideline and, like, all that other little, like, wasn't wearing a mask in press conferences and all that it's stuff he was not supposed to be doing. So, like, supposedly, like, I, they're probably just going to find the Packers. And then Aaron Rodgers will be like, I just don't see why it's any, anybody's business about if I'm vaccinated. He'll say some shit like that in a press conference, and then I'll just get angry again, and he'll have won. And he'll have won yet again. But it's fine. For now, for now, for now, Jordan, we get, we get to conclude this episode of the stadium experience uh, with me on top. With me. Me as the clear winner, I think.
1: I th- maybe, maybe, maybe Blake Bortles is the real winner in all of this. Blake
0: Bortles got flown in. He's getting another game check, baby. Good for him. He is getting himself a game check, which, hey, those things ain't bad. A couple hundred K in the bank for him? Not bad. So, Bringing,
1: bringing some real veteran leadership into the Packers' locker room. You
0: know, I, I Maybe I'll watch that whole game, honestly. I'd love to watch the start of the Jordan Love era you know is that no,
1: if the if, if he's trashed then this
0: doesn't matter it's gonna be a
1: tough day for you
0: no it won't doesn't matter then i get to like you know then i i don't know i don't know what i get to do i, I don't know i'll figure so i'll figure i'll figure out a way jordan don't you worry all
1: I'll, right
0: i'll figure out a way to win that one but it's nice, 425 damn jordan love v v struggling mahomes we'll see. But uh that that's it for today. For today's episode of the stadium experience. Uh, thank you for watching, listening. Uh, I'm I'm like I'm like my hair is like st- my arm hair is like on end right now, Jordan. I kind of went down a pathway this last 30 40 minutes. I really just went into attack mode. I got I got to like go like take a shower. I got to take a nice cold shower after this, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I you got you got me going Jer- and, and by you I mean my own way I scheduled the show got me going. <laughs> I put all the things I had the real scorch. God, I know the first first couple of seconds of the show I was Mr. Positivity, dude. I was like, "Oh, the Patriots, yeah, you know, they're doing they're pretty good. Not a bad season. Oh, you know, a lot of parody in sports overall, man. What a what a good time to be a sports fan. Anyway, the Celtics destroy me more and more every day and Aaron Rodgers is a poser. Here's the next 45 minutes. Um anyway, uh, follow me on Twitter at Jake R. Elmsley. Please, from all your Marcus Smart fan accounts, please tweet at me where I don't understand basketball. And um I hope I hope I've made an enemy out of the entire state of Wisconsin. <laughs> Thank you everybody for listening. Uh I promise this is gonna try and be weekly. Listen on, on, on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Spotify. All three, please. Um and and that's it. Good good episode, Jordan. What what any final thoughts for the people?
1: Um someone please give me Seattle Kraken fan tickets and then fly me to Seattle every of every one of their home games.
0: <laughs> All right, uh you know that I agree. And you know that the the Seattle let the Kraken put out a statement basically saying that we don't want you to call our fans crackheads. We don't like we feel like that's ableist. Or there were people were calling the stadium the crack house and they they, they were out on it. They they you didn't. know I respect I, it. I, it makes me like a
1: man. I respect it too. I, I I see both sides of of the they arguments are. here.
0: They don't want to demonize. They don't want to demonize the people who are addicted to uh, substance abuse problems. I I, I stand yeah, this,
1: with it. This is this is true.
0: I find it it's respectable. That's what I say. So God God bless the Seattle Kraken. Um,
1: best team in the NHL.
0: That's it. Woo! Have a good have a good week, everybody. Bye.